Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. I was not able to push that button. (laughs) And I will, you know, about halfway through, I, (laughs) I was taking notes on the bus like on the way to work and then later at work but so they're in two different like documents so i'm gonna have to switch over at some point switch over <laughs> my, oh. my totally fine material that's okay i stopped the middle of my note taking to go pick up my tacos because it's taco tuesday so <sighs> it was just funny to like hit pause put all my notes down like get in the car google my tacos come back open up the tacos you know a couple of chips and then start back in again i was like oh this Mm -hmm. is really fun (laughs) i should be nourished more often when i do so oh two two things um i asked a question uh about dean the state of dean after he comes out of hell after he's ripped from hell remember he I asked if, you know, he doesn't have any scars. Remember, he makes that that comment about, oh, you know. Oh, that he's like a virgin and moved as a baby. And yes, like exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my question was, does he still have his tattoo? Tattoo. He does. He does because we see it in the first episode after he's pulled himself out of, I mean, after he pulls himself out of the grave and he's checking his body for said oh, right. scars and stuff. We see in, in the, the tattoo. And he's like doing yep, stuff. and then we then we go and see the handprint. Then we see Castiel's burned handprint. So the answer is yes. He still has his tattoo. So there's that. And then um, we were talking. I was talking about the nosebleeds that that Sam gets and oh, whether yeah, or not that's they right. were I was totally going to actually look that up and being like, how do they do this? How do <laughs> they do forgot. it? It's it's both. It is both CG. And practical, and mm-hmm. and uh, practical in the sense of of real, yeah. Um, and apparently, it's one of the easiest things to do in the CG <laughs> world. So here I was thinking they were being super crafty and yeah. pretty cool with how they did. It's mostly CG. <laughs> so I, I did look it up. I did. Look, I, I like, wondered because we are going to see a lot more of it. So many nosebleeds. Yeah. So many. So, um, so they- <laughs> there you go. I know everyone's been clamoring for those answers. They have been. Um, My inbox has been chalked full. Yeah. Speaking of inbox, we hit 10,000 listens. Oh my God, you caught it. I was, uh, <laughs> yep. that was another thing. I was like, I'm gonna- <laughs> I was going to so- email it to you. Here's yep, the thing. 10, I have a terrible sense of time in that, for example, okay, so I was doing pretty well with the TikTok stuff, like uploading mm-hmm. um, the majority of the week, you know, not every day, but, you know, a decent chunk of the week. And I had one planned out that I haven't quite fully, like, cut together yet. 
and <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, I don't have time to do it today. You know, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. It feels like it's been two or three days, but it's been probably two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I did that just the other day because YouTube um, is has a pretty good timeline. It shows you when your last download was. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's probably I did one yesterday, right? And I looked at, I was like, <gasps> you know, that yeah. was like four days ago. Yeah, so I know I know exactly exactly what you're going through. And I do the same thing. It's like I get an idea for a clip. Yeah. I, I will start to work on it, put it together, and either I have to run away or I get distracted or I'm too tired. I'm like, oh, I'll just do it in the morning when I get up. And then for some reason, I think I've done it mm -hmm. until I come back and I'm like, oh, look at this still on my desktop. You know, look at this <laughs> app still open that I haven't finished, you know. Yeah, and days go by. It's yeah. days. This is this is exhausting, Sammy. <laughs> I, you know what? It really is. This whole podcast it, thing is really It tiring. really is, especially when you have so many other things going on. Because, for, well, you have, you know, your job. I have mine. I have also, A, decided to um, become a producer for our next, the community theater that I joined last uh, fall. Um, uh -huh. they, it's kind of cute. They take like turns being producers of the, of the shows and a producer uh -huh. in a sense of a community theater is quite a bit different than, a, you're not, you're not the money man. I am not the money man. It's more, it's kind of a blend of producer and production manager, but more production manager and also making copies of things and, <laughs> but, which is fine. It's just like, okay, that's fine. I can handle that. Yeah. Uh, but I've also enrolled in a few classes at the New York Botanical Gardens to um, get a like yeah. a horticulture certificate. Landscaping, so, yes, mm -hmm. that's exciting. It is exciting. So, but there's like a lot of things going stuff. on, <laughs> a lot of stuff, and I'm having a hard time scheduling it and you'll, keeping track of it. <laughs> you'll you'll figure it out. You'll find you'll get your rhythm. I will get a groove, and it will be fine. But anyway, yes. Sammy gets her groove back. <laughs> Very cool. Are you still ice skating? I'm actually taking a lesson tomorrow at Bryant Park. <laughs> <laughs> See, I listen. <laughs> Season four, episode nine. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Sam, Dean, and Ruby discover the existence of a female prophet named Anna Milton who can hear the voices of angels and thus figures into the plans of a demon named Alastair who wants to use her as a tool against the angels. Written by Sarah Gamble and directed by Charles Beeson. So I have a couple of questions about mm -hmm. this episode. Um, one, my biggest question is how? How did the demons know about Anna? And how did the mm. angels know about Anna? And that's my my through line for this entire, I cannot get past the how. And uh, I know most of the stuff I can walk away from, it's a television show, Valerie, you know, walk away type of thing. This question is not answered. Not it is in not this segment, but I think it gets answered later. I think it gets okay. answered in the second half because this is a to-be-continued episode. And from yes. what, I, what I remember, and I think I may have accidentally spoiled it in our previous episode. <laughs> oh, no! 
Oh, I no. And I honestly can't remember if I left it in or not or if I cut it out. But so I don't want to repeat it right now. Okay. Okay. But well, I speaking... thought yeah. <laughs> I thought the reveal was going to come at the end of this episode. But I think it's it's later. It's the next. Okay. Because I was I couldn't stop thinking about it through the entire episode. Yeah. You know, I'm watching it. I'm going, how? How? Yeah. How? Yeah. They how? Don't even because ask they don't that question. They just kind of like, oh, okay, just kind this of, is... here's what we're doing this week. Yep. And it's yep. like. Um, okay, so this recap, if we just keep it short, it's of biblical proportions, shall we say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cass, angels, revelations, the seals, Lilith breaking the seals, Uriel, and then Sam and Ruby. Yep. To sum yep. it all up. To sum, yes, exactly. Boom, summed up. So real quick, mm-hmm. jumping on the title. I know what you did last summer. And I'm, oh, right. Okay, so the only connection that I could find to that mm-hmm. title is that there are four people <laughs> affected by the title of this show. So I know what you did last summer as four friends who are basically being chased by a hook-wielding killer throughout the okay. movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Be- Because somebody in the movie hit somebody with their car and then they tried to dispose of the body, but the body wasn't dead. And now, you know, the chase ensues. Oh, okay. Uh, essentially. Um, so two guys, two girls. That is the only connection to this episode that I could find. Four people. Two guys, two girls. Two guys, two girls being chased by some evil throughout this episode. And it wasn't because, well, it is because of something that somebody did. But it's not because somebody hit somebody with a car. Right, um, yeah. You know, that that type of thing. So that's the only connection to I Know What You Did Last Summer that I could find. Um, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. My title work. There is no map quest in this episode. There's no episode. I mean, there's no uh, location Mm -hmm. other than I think Dean mentions that it's a three day drive or something to get from where they are to where they need to be. Um, But doesn't say where they are, where they're going. So so the now back to the now it opens up with a pretty redhead uh, in a mental hospital. Um, she's kind of she's sitting on a bed. She's kind of staring out the window a little bit, kind of tuned out, it seems, or tuned out of what what our present is, but not tuned out of what her presence mm-hmm. is. And there's a psychiatrist in the room trying to talk to her and gives us all sorts of exposition. You know, her name is Anna. <laughs> yeah. She's in the mental hospital because she was hysterical um, and she's having delusions of biblical well like you said biblical proportions not in the sense of big but biblical stories essentially um so that was thank you psychiatrist for giving us exposition yeah yeah (laughs) um um but it it turns out that she hears she's when she's anna is like when she's not listening to the doctor she's hearing something that we kind of hear but we don't know what it is whispering mm-hmm. yeah and then when the doctor gets her attention the whispering stops and she's like oh okay you know i'm back with you go ahead tell me tell me what's wrong with me um uh but what you don't know is there are demons here there are demons around us and there there are voices talking to me there are yeah there are voices talking to her and she also you know, she, she starts out vague. You know, she's like, I know that you think that I'm crazy. I probably would think I'm crazy. Yes. But I'm telling you that there's a demon out there named Lilith, and she's trying to break 66 seals out of the 600 possible 600. ones that there are. 
right? And that's news to us. We just yes. thought there were 66. Okay. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember if they had mentioned before. And I was pretty sure it's like, oh, she knows more nope. than even we do or that yes. Sam and yeah. Dino. And that's what makes it so hard for the for everyone to keep up with Lilith is because right. we, they don't know what seal she's going to try to break next. Yeah. Um, and we didn't know that. We just thought we've just been told that there's 66. And then after mm -hmm. 66, Lucifer comes and he brings with him the apocalypse. Yeah. So, um, and since they mentioned the apocalypse a few hundred times in the coming weeks on these mm -hmm. episodes, I just wanted mm -hmm. to define it because I did look yes, it up. Because um, it is a biblical term. It was. It is a descriptor from the Bible, which we've adopted into our modern uh, vernacular. But the the written in the Greek. Um, it is in the Book of Revelation, not Revelations, as is also said a hundred times. Um, but it is the complete and final destruction of the world as described in the Bible, in the book of revelation. So that's what the, that's what apocalypse is, uh, in the Greek, uh, which was what the Bible was originally written in. It actually means to uncover, disclose, or reveal mm. when it was later translated into middle English from Latin, it means insight or vision. But in the mm. modern terms, it means ca a cataclysmic event. So we've gone from to uncover, disclose, or reveal to a cataclysmic event, <laughs> all taken from the Bible. Interesting. So interesting, right? So is the apocalypse, so we've translated into something that is like end of times, which is bad, yeah. as opposed to a discovery. It may be end of times. Yeah. But it seems like the original intention was end of times. Now we see what, what we have here. Yeah. Type of thing. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I've always just thought it was like a terrible, awful, you know, cataclysmic thing right. as opposed to like an enlightenment of this is the end of the journey. And now we're, you know, enlightened. Yeah, I feel like the word apocalypse, yes, I feel like I've always uh, attributed that to something like terrible, cataclysmic, you know, yep, like that's a it. giant catastrophe. Mm -hmm. But I know that there are versions of the, the end of times or the book of revelations or like that whole, um, I forget the term of it, like when the when the, when the souls are like lifted out of the bodies, you know, it's like a whole like one time event and I forget what it's called. Oh, the rapture? The rapture. But I know that I've had it described to me as a, oh, this is where the peace and happiness comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the start of the, the good time, you know, and it, it, it's kind right? of more TV media that leads it into like, oh, now it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Even all cartoons, about there's like an episode of American Dad where it's it's like the apocalypse and it turns <laughs> into a uh, kind of like a Mad Max type of uh, dystopian wow. future for a while. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that's a cartoon. So the that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> Great cartoon. Bad example yes. of, of a definition of the apocalypse. Yeah. Um. But the bottom line of what uh, what Anna is saying is that for her, she the, she kind of whispers this, but she's like, the angels are losing. So whatever Lilith is doing and whatever is coming, the angels are losing. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, this is this is bad news for us, you know, and if because if the angels are losing, then, you know, what's left for humanity. And then later, you know, when an orderly comes in to give her her medication, we can see that she can see the true faces of non-humans. Um, so we so just see a guy and she starts freaking out. Your face, your face. Yes, yeah. kind of like how when Dean was close to going to hell, you know, it was like within the when last the hellhounds were yeah, when the hellhounds were near, he could start to see demons' the true, true faces. faces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because I actually wrote down, I was like, huh, I was like, could is she is she seeing is she someone who made a deal with the demon? That was my first mm, thought. Yeah, but but then it's like, but they didn't. There was no hellhound. There was no banging on the door, and I was like, oh, maybe yeah, not. A, rah, 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 yeah. Yes. And also, she can move furniture with her mind. So, like, <laughs> and there's that, and there's that because she's able to like crush this guy to protect herself. She like moves furniture and crushes him, like slams his head up against the wall and knocks him out. And she's able to escape. She's yeah. able to to escape. And none of this is like she's not intent. It looks like she's not intentionally doing this. You know, she was scared. She was, was frightened, and she, you know, it feels like this this ability to move furniture, it looks mm -hmm. like it just kind of came upon her. So it's not like she summoned it or anything like that. Like, yeah. All right. So then we cut to splash and then current yes. time in a, I wrote down in a divey bar in parentheses, that's more like it <laughs> compared to our last episode where they start off with when they were in friendlies guy. or like, oh, Applebee's, great, right? It's like, oh, it's ice cream extreme. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> So I was right? like, ah, this feels like home this, for them here. <laughs> this is better. And they're and they're hustling pool. I mean, and there's no there would there was never even a second where I believed that they were not hustling pool because yeah. uh Dean is a terrible actor. Jensen is not. Dean is a terrible actor. So he was trying to act, you know, like, don't do it, Sam, you're drunk. I also yeah. feel like Sam is a terrible actor. Because that was like, oh, that's like the, the lamest drunk acting ever. Again, not Jared, <laughs> but, but Sam. But to his to, to, uh, credit, to, to his credit, to, or to um, uh, sympathize with him a little bit, acting drunk is actually very, very hard to do when you're not actually drunk. Right. It's a really, right. really difficult thing to get like right and to feel... You, you know, to, to right. put it out there and make it look like you're actually drunk without like going too overboard or making it too cheesy. Yeah. So well, clearly they were doing it just right because the guy they were hustling was totally he, hooked. Yeah, he was probably drunk enough to just, you know, he's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to take your money. So yeah. let's let's do it. Yeah. So Sam and Dean are like inches away from like swindling like five hundred smackers. Five hundred bucks, from this guy. <laughs> right? Which again, I was kind of like, oh, so this is like another income source from them. It's like not only do they hustle credit cards and you know identity fraud, but they right. hustle pool. <laughs> they hustle pool, which is dangerous to do, of course. Um, but just after uh, Sam breaks, which he does this fabulous like almost clear the table type of mm -hmm. you know break course the guy that they're hustling is like oh shit yeah. uh sam looks up and sees ruby sitting at the bar mm -hmm. and like throws his cue on the table he's like dude take the money it's fine and dean's like what take the yeah. money and then he <laughs> he sees where sam is head and he's like oh all right yeah so off to off to ruby they go mm -hmm. 
Um, the, I just love that I wrote down, Sam sees Ruby, Dean not happy. <laughs> yes. That sums this um, up pretty well. So Ruby says to Sam and Dean that she's been hearing whispers about Anna. Um, and that the, the, the whisper is, demons have orders to capture Anna alive. Why? We don't know. But it must be really important if it's not just to kill her, it's to capture her. So mm -hmm. we need to go and basically save her. Yeah. Save her from the demons. Look into this. Sam wants to check it out. Dean doesn't trust Ruby. Um, and off they go. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I have to say the the dialogue between Sam and Dean in this episode, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I really enjoyed every scene where they were just together uh, doing their Sam and Dean stuff. Um, the, the, the brotherly conversations were actual conversations. Yeah, they were good. Um, I agree, especially following the scene because I wrote down like the this scene like between the three of them was a weird scene to like pop back into the story because you think that there would be way more conflict between a dean and ruby and b kind of like the the three of them like knowing you know or not knowing i guess like what the hell sam has been doing with ruby this whole time that that dean was gone this was just like right. so quick and abrupt and it was just brushing you know brushing under the rug I was like, what the hell? Like, why wasn't there more conflict? And then this car right. scene comes and I was like, oh, right. there's the conflict. Oh, here, here it is. <laughs> yep. So, so they're, uh, Sam and Dean, not Ruby, are, are in the car. Dean's still grumpy about Ruby. Um, and he needs details about Sam and Ruby did while he was in hell. He's like, what? You know, I, I need more details here. You know, and Sam's like, okay, fine. You want details? How about you tell me about your time in hell? No, not going to tell me? Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so now it's just silence. But in this silence, we, Sam starts, Sam is remembering. And we get to see parts of um, what Sam is keeping quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So we flash back to six months ago, which would have been like just after Dean was dragged off to hell. Um, an actual drunk Sam. Uh, is yeah. making a crossroads deal. Um, and this demon is not taking his soul on any kind of circumstance or occasion whatsoever. Yeah. Even with the demon knife in his hand. Uh, yeah, meaning, Sam, meaning Sam, Sam tricked Sam him. and the, the yeah. knife into the demon's hand and the demon is pinned like, him. No, I don't want this. Because you we can kill have me. Dean, that's what we want you're here yep. that everything is how we are planning it and it is delicious this so is, you can kill me i'm yep. not gonna this is exactly what deal. lilith wants yep he's like so you, you yeah and and sam pleads he's like i will trade places i don't want 10 years i don't one year i want to trade places with dean uh, so so that didn't work out right. as planned for either right. the demon or <laughs> or, sam, or for sam and yeah so then the rest of the car ride is just in silence yeah yeah. Um, I did like the demon when he said round and round the Winchesters go because mm -hmm. it was kind of a... Here we go again. Uh, yeah, just kind of poking it's, fun it's, at them at, at the, like, is this all they, you do is, like, make deals for each other? Yeah, <laughs> literally, like, spinning their wheels. It's like, yeah. all right, you did. You couldn't do it, so next up is Sam. Let Sam try it. That didn't work. You know, yeah, and it's the yeah. same thing. He even mentions, the demon even says, you know, I'm a little nervous about being here since you put a bullet... You know, since you mm -hmm. killed the last my last coworker who showed up, and I was like, "Who was that?" Oh yeah, it was the girl in the black that, dress. Yeah. Um. 
so they're at the hospital. They show up at the hospital, uh, Anna's hospital. They're in suits. And I just want to say that they are starting to look more and more comfortable in their suits <laughs> and less like, you know, guys who usually wear flannel who are suddenly yeah. stuffed into um, a suit. Um, so they, they're starting to look better, like they're wearing the suits better and they're looking more comfortable in the characters yeah. in the suits. I just want to. And it, it doesn't hurt that they're also very attractive in their suits. They're very um, they clean up these, nice. They do. So they're talking to the psychiatrist who was um, Anna's psychiatrist. And I have to admit, she's giving them a lot of personal information on Anna. Yes. <laughs> this is especially. I was like, know. where's the HIPAA? <laughs> that I wrote down. Right. I was like, where is every psychiatrist on SVU saying that is client, doctor, doctor confidential information? Right? I cannot tell you this without like. She just gave them everything. (laughs) I'm surprised she didn't tell her what, well, like what her favorite snack was. I mean, it was every, just laid it all out. She's schizophrenic. Um, She had delusions of of biblical um, designs, you know, angels, demons. Um, Here, look at her sketch pad and, you know. Hands, hands Sam and Dean the sketch pad that Anna had been furiously drawing in when the demon first burst in on her. And the first couple pages are, you know, you know, pictures of stained glass windows. But then, like, Sam and Dean flip to this page and it says something about um, the witnesses. Yes, and raising the witnesses. Raising the witnesses. That's when they, like, zero in. Their faces change. They're like, whoa. Oh, this is, we know these words. Yes. They even had the symbol because if uh, in the recap, they even like brought back that symbol symbol. of raising the witnesses. Um, And then the next page was a picture of Samhain. Samhain Uh, (laughs) with jack-o'-lanterns behind him. Yes. Um, And so she's totally sketching their uh, Great Pumpkin episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And even but the psychiatrist is like so... Because Sam and Dean also say out loud, oh, this is from Revelation. Uh, in the, and she's like, in the Bible? Yes, in the Bible. But since when does Revelation have jack-o'-lanterns? And they're like, well, you know, it's one of those you had to be there <laughs> moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, don't worry. It, it means something to somebody. Um, I did want to point out that I knew somebody uh, who, in their dementia, as they declined, um, did have the exact same um, religious um delusions demons the 66 seals not the 60s not that no. specific but of, <laughs> and that that would be weird uh no but just of the of the reality of demons and satan and that she was being uh pursued uh and it just made me think you know what if she didn't have that religious background or that you know that religious upbringing would that be in her psyche you know right um but i just thought it was it's it, interesting how that manifested how her dimension manifested itself and it, mm-hmm. it was it was scary it was she was scared i mean she was scared obviously because it was very real to her the, right. the idea of, of heaven and hell was very very real based on her religion um and it manifested in into her fears unfortunately so oh the psychiatrist also then um reveals that you know one of the reasons that anna may be having these you know biblical um delusions is because she grew up in the church basically her father was a church deacon yes uh, so then the boys head to her parents her house parents house yep as opposed as the sheriff's department 
still in the same suits. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I they... kind of wrote down, I was like, are they FBI guys in the hospital? But then they're the sheriff's, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter because these people are dead. Are dead, dead, dead. Throats slashed. Uh, Sam finds sulfur left behind. So clearly the demons did this. Now here's another question I have. Sam and Dean uh, in this moment when they realize that the demons have been there are like, okay, the demons beat us here. So where would Anna have gone? My question is, why do they assume that the demons don't already have Anna? If the demons beat them to that house, murdered the family, why would they assume that the demons didn't succeed in grabbing Anna? They assume that that she there. wasn't there, isn't there, wasn't there, and must be someplace else. So where would she be? And uh, so they're they're in the house and they're trying to figure out. They're they're you know speaking out loud and they're 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 like, where would you go if you were so and so? And this this mm -hmm, happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Dean mentions, you know, so if I'm girl interrupted, which is of course a movie about uh, women in a mental institution, that dot 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 Misha Collins was in. <laughs> Very I didn't cute. see the movie. Yes, I did I not see. I haven't seen the movie either. I always I wanted to. Anything about that movie? Because I do like Winona Ryder and I do like um, Angelina Jolie as as performers. So I would love to see them. And it was an, it was a giant cast. Um, but anyway, Misha Collins played a character named Tony um, in it. Very, so a little shout cute. out to Misha. Yes. <laughs> well, they like um, to do that, especially with the. With Sam's, um, oh my God, what's it? Gil Gilmore Girls. They've done that a few times, right? <laughs> yes, um, yes. Yep. Or with the movie posters that supposedly were there in the monster movie episode right, that we yeah. couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I leaned away from my microphone, sorry. Um, so, yes, they're like brainstorming where could she be. They spot a photo of her on uh, the mantle. It's like, oh, wait, her dad was a, a church deacon. A church deacon. She's been drawing all of these church windows in her sketchbook. They look like that one. She's probably there. A clue. Yeah. A clue. So off they go to her church. Yes. Um, so at said church, the boys enter uh, with their guns, you know, at the ready. We can <laughs> tell there's somebody there because the camera, you know, is like from behind a hiding spot and there's like heavy right. breathing and... I think they get the sense as well pretty soon. They're like, okay, she's terrible at hiding. It's fine. Let's just put the guns away. Be like, put Anna, it's away. okay. We're Sam and Dean. And once they say their names, she knows everything about them. <laughs> she's like, you mean not not Sam Winchester? He's like, well, yeah. And then, you know, this is Dean. Dean? Is it really you? You know, not the, the one that Dean. was dragged from hell by Castillo? Yeah. And he's like, yep, that's. That's me. And yeah, you're right. She knows the entire story. She knows the angels gripping him. That it's Castiel gripped him from hell. And mm -hmm. you knows that. And then she turns and looks at Sam. She's like, but the angels don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, they love, they love Dean. They I do know, not like Sam. I feel so bad for Sam. Um, but anyway. But she, she says it out loud that she does overhear angels speaking. Um, but she doesn't talk to them. Um, yeah. She's like, I don't think they even know I'm, I'm alive. I can just hear them when they're mm -hmm. speaking. And they're not speaking right now, but when they do speak, I hear them. And Dean kind of coins it. He's like, oh, so you're just listening to Angel Radio. Mm -hmm. And she looks at Dean. She's like, finally, somebody gets me. <laughs> yeah, someone Thank you for not thinking. Me, thank God. Yeah, yeah, someone believe me. And, uh, 
and write down Angel Radio because this comes up a lot yes. in the in the rest of Supernatural, not just yeah. this season. Um, now, I also want to point out that Dean is surprisingly soft, surprisingly gentle um, with Anna. His usual sarcasm and his usual, like, get to the point, you know, uh, questions aren't there. He's actually asking her questions. And it's not like bedside Dean. He's just, he just isn't as uh, upfront and brusque as he normally is. There's, he is, there's something about his uh, reactions to Anna, which is very um, un undean like when it comes to especially given that he didn't want to be searching for anna to begin with mm -hmm. you know he's not like just ready to get this done and move on to the next he's he now has uh this weird in, not weird he has an uncharacteristic interest yeah in anna interesting that he is so accepting of her like hearing voices so to speak or something unnatural happening with this girl when uh, when the same kind of thing was happening to Sam, something unnatural, and he was so, like, ooh, I don't know if I want to be near you. Freak, 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 freak. But then this yep. pretty little redhead, you know, he's like, oh, what's, what's happening? Oh, what's going on with that? Yeah. And uh, so Sam asked, you know, so when did you start? You haven't always heard, you know, angel voices. When did this start happening? And she's like, mm, you know, two months ago, which, which is... Both Sam and Dean are like, aha, you know, the day I was pulled. Yeah, she from said hell. the exact date. She was like, it was September 18th. 18th. And they're like, ah, yeah. that was the day that, <laughs> that, that I, yeah. I crawled from the ground. Yeah. And she said, yes, I remember that because all the all the angels said Dean Winchester is saved. Mm -hmm. So what they figure out is that the demons want Anna so that they can spy on the angels and she can hear them. You know, they they want to be able to listen in on their conversations, essentially. And again, my question is, how do they know she hears them? How did it suddenly well, happen that this redhead in whatever, you know, state she's in, how do they know that this girl can hear what the angels are saying? Well, I guess if we, if we think about it <laughs> logically, um, she's been maybe in this hospital for two months or at least it's been two months since she's been hearing voices don't know how long she's been in this in that hospital right but the demons can kind of be anywhere right so maybe one of them just happened to be nearby or in the area and, and caught wind of it yeah like if this well if this freaking psychiatrist was just like blabbing to everybody like it seems yeah. like she kind of was it was like oh she's talking about this girl named lilith who's like gonna break seals and shit like that then the demons are like, interesting. interesting. Interesting that Lilith is trying to break the seals. So or that okay, this girl, that this random chick, this random human, knows Lilith's plan. How does she know this? How does she know? You know, just kind of right. picking information here and there. But in any case, Ruby Burson. <laughs> yes, Ruby Burson <laughs> saying like, "Hey." Everyone found you. <laughs> they know where you are because yeah. they followed you, you from her from parents', the parents house. house. And right on cue, there's yeah. a uh, a statue, a Madonna statue, like nearby that just starts crying Ble blood. Yeah, crying bloody tears, um, which is never a good sign. Not being yeah. religious myself, I'm gonna say 
the Virgin Mary would not want to be bleeding right. is not good. Right. Um, and so and Sam, quick thinking, stashes Anna in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna say, just gonna leave that there. His quick thinking shoves Anna in a closet um, so that they can face a demon <laughs> that can track people. <laughs> well, to be fair, Ruby was like, you gotta exercise him. You gotta oh, use your right. mind powers, you know. Because right. he does, he grabs the knife first. Like, he doesn't automatically go to, like, ooh, I'm gonna be, you know. I'm gonna pull this demon out. Sam. No, no, no. Right. Also, and, I know, want to point out that Dean, when he saw the crying Madonna, did not seem unfamiliar with it. I don't want to say he seems not surprised, but he did seem like, uh -oh, yeah, he I he think took I kind note. Of know what's coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took note. Um, he also does not fight Ruby when she says, "You got to use your your mind powers, Sam." Right. She actually, it's actually Sam that she she has to convince. She's like, yeah. You may go dark. This may be your chance to go dark side, but this we have to do this. Yeah. And uh, again, the number of times that in this episode and the next, somebody has said, "You must do this, or we all die." And the mm -hmm. same thing with the uh, previous, not the um, wishful thinking episode, but the, the Castiel episode. Them. Yeah, that everyone always says, "You must do this, or everyone dies." You, um, Sam Hain cannot rise, or everybody dies. Okay. Well, he rose, and not everybody died. Right. You know, I mean, yes, they ended up killing him. But I'm just saying, it's like all this, like, do this or we all die. And then <laughs> Sam and Dean, like, you know, live to fight another day. And it's like, stop with these dire projections, you know, because it's, you're failing. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of, um, I've been rewatching Buffy. Um, it's very <laughs> reminiscent of Buffy because there are so many episodes in the first three seasons that are like, it's the end of the world. Oh no, yes. oh, no. <laughs> mouth is opening. It's, like, <laughs> it's all of the time. The The world is ending and it's so dramatic. Yes. yes. And I do well, appreciate the, demon the one episode that they, uh, they make fun of that where Xander goes off and does his own thing. And like the, the rest of the Scoobies are like dealing with like the, the most dramatic, you know, end of the world <laughs> thing ever. And we never really know what it is. We just see Xander being like, okay, do, 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 do. If I'm not thinking about it, it's fine. <laughs> Yep. But then he saves the school from being blown up by a bunch of zombies. Um, <laughs> but no one knows about it because they're all like, anyway. Oh, God. I need to go back. It's a different podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, yeah. So so Ruby says Sam has to pull this demon or we die. Um, and in comes a very well-dressed pediatrician. Um, yes. Sam tries to right away does the hand up and tries to like, quote, pull the mm -hmm. demon out of this this guy his eyes go flip to white so he's a white eyed demon like mm -hmm. lilith is um and then whoop, his eyes flip back and he's like <clears throat> oh that tickles so mm -hmm. sam completely powerless yeah. against this demon this is a big bad this is a big bad so worse than uh, uh sawain so once that happens then uh ruby runs and grabs anna from the closet and runs away yeah <laughs> so, um the demon like mind blasts sam through the door and down the flight of stairs so he's like gone and he turns on dean and the demon mm -hmm. turns on dean who he knows he calls dean by name 
Yeah, yeah that's that's not uncommon for a demon to call Dean by name. They all are like, oh, it's the Winchesters. But it's, and he's like, you remember me from hell, how much fun we had. So he pulls right. a very specific instance. Yeah, of, of like, why you know me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and Dean recognizes him and calls him by name, Alistair. Yeah. So even though he's in a pediatrician, his uh -huh. his mannerisms... Dean recognizes and calls him by name Alistair. Yeah. Uh, who then proceeds to beat the crap out of Dean. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I looked up the demon Alistair because I just want to know, you know, what his, his mm -hmm. meaning was. Um, and he is the high-ranking archdemon, uh, more the chief, chief executioner to the monarch of hell. So... That tracks... That, yeah, that, that when works. When we learn more about him, that, that definitely tracks. Yep. So um, Sam returns uh, back up the stairs, has the blade, and stabs Alistair. Not in the heart, unfortunately. It doesn't like, matter. It, it doesn't it do anything. It sparks. It doesn't like, do anything. Because that knife is not, it's not like a vampire stake where you have to hit him in the heart. Get him in the heart. Him. They right. generally just kind of stab them wherever and then the knife yep. does the job. Or slice the them. Demon. Yep. This did nothing or like barely anything. Yeah. And in fact, it was Alistair as is just like bracing himself to like remove it from his body. And this yep. is when the boys like look at each other and be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. We cannot yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. And they also like, Take note that Ruby and Anna are gone. They have mm -hmm. no other options. So live to fight another day. They turn and throw themselves out a plate glass window from the second yes. story of the church. Uh -huh. Which, by the way, excellent stunt. They did excellent that themselves. Stunt. I could tell. I could absolutely tell. It looked fantastic. Yeah, it did. Um, uh, leaving, of course, Alistair with the blade. Yeah, because Alistair then walks to the window, uh, looking down at them having smashed through it. Mm -hmm. As you know, like he's pulled the blade out of his body and he's just kind of looking at it, looking down at Sam and Dean. And then it's like, all right, next step. Oh, yeah, this guy yep. is cool as a cucumber. Yep. So back at a motel, which at first we don't know what it is. Later on, we learn it's the Blue Rose Motel. It's a pretty nondescript motel. They didn't spend a lot of time. They've done on... the Blue Rose Motel before. I'm almost really? positive that they did. Yes. I, I mean, it looked it... from, I mean, the name looked familiar to me, but I'm like, oh, it's because they've I watched the it name... last week. They've done the name, the Blue Rose Motel before. I'm almost okay. positive. It was the one where uh, the, I forget her name, but one of the psychic kids, the chick, the chick comes like to Sam and says, hey, I had a vision of you dying. And then Gordon like chases after Gordon, Sam and shoot, shoots, shoots at him in the room. Yeah, I'm that was the Blue Rose. That was okay. the name of the Blue Rose. We will. I'll okay. circle back with I'll that. Circle back week. on that one because that was a very nondescript uh, motel room. There was nothing. They didn't focus on anything in the room no, that we would. There were bigger like, things going on than the, yeah. the decor of the motel room, yes. such as yes. they, these <laughs> kids are in rough shape. They're yeah, literally I mean, stitching themselves back together. Sam is sewing his arm up. Yeah. Dean has a dislocated shoulder and he's, you know, rinsing his mouth out, spitting blood. Mm -hmm. um, and Dean, but they still have, Dean still hassles Sam about leaving the blade behind. Yes. You know, yeah. and not in a mean way, but just in a brother, like, 
Oh, so you you lost the blade, huh? (laughs) You lost it, by the way. I think Sam kind of gets him back because when he goes to reset Dean's (laughs) shoulder, he's like, here, I'll I'll reset it on three. One, (laughs) and like, doesn't even give (laughs) Dean a chance to, to react. He just ruthlessly resets his dislocated shoulder, which I, I would be thankful for because tensing up I, yeah, for three I, is, I feel, is I feel like it was more of a, like, this is just to get it over with. I know. I still felt like it was a little bit of a payback. I'm sure he enjoyed it, though. <laughs> the <laughs> pain? No doubt yeah. that he enjoyed it. Yeah. So now it seems like Dean really wants to find Anna. You know, it's it's less the mystery now of what's going on. It's what we have to do right now is rescue Anna. Um, and Sam says again, she's, she's safe. She's with Ruby. So she, she is fine. And Dean still doesn't trust. And this time Dean says, okay, I'm not trying to pick a fight. I actually want to know why you've been telling this. Why do you trust Ruby so much? Mm -hmm. And again, softer, gentler, um, not the aggressive Dean, the way Dean usually tries to get answers, which is ask the question. If I don't get it fine, you know, he's like, what we got to talk about this. So Sam tells him, he's like, Ruby saved my life. Cue flashback six months earlier where we see a just as drunk Sam, uh, walking into his motel room to two, Two? Yeah, two demons. Yeah, he gets um, jumped by two demons, yeah. Yeah, laying in wait for him. And in the banter, he realizes that the lady demon is Ruby. As a blonde. She's back. Yeah. Yep. A different Did blonde. Not, like, not the, not different the same blonde. blonde <laughs> as the first Ruby. I didn't um, like this actress, but. Well, um, she was only there for a little bit, so it's okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, so those two demons are there. She's uh, monologuing, monologuing to Sam that she... You know, made amends with Lilith while she was down in hell. You know, Lilith trusts her again. And the only way to fully regain her Lilith's trust is if she kills Sam. Mm-hmm. So she's been released from hell on good behavior to go and kill Sam. Yes. And Sam being exhausted and hopeless um, and fairly suicidal, I would say. Um, oh, yeah. It's like, fine. Kill me. Let yeah, me go see it. my brother. Yeah, do just, it, just okay. do it. Done. Yeah. And so Ruby's like, well, okay. And pulls back the knife and instead stabs the demon that's holding Sam. You know, so double-crossing Ruby. You know, it was all part of the plan. Um, yeah. So, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Sam is driving away with a peppy Ruby uh, craving french fries. French fries. Um, but- she's so self-satisfied. You know, okay. she's like, so, so satisfied. But, you know, he's be- begrudging of her help or her, you know, for her Everything. saving Just his her, life. He's like, yeah, her interf- yeah, her interference in his life. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. I didn't ask you to be here, you know? Right, right. I don't care um, about the hell of hell and what you had to do to get back. You know, I didn't ask no. you to do this, yeah. so. And can, can you help Dean? No? No. Yeah. Okay. Get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Pulls the car over and is like, done with you. Yeah. Thanks for saving me. You know, one more day I get to live, basically. Yeah. Get out. You know, and then on top of that, he's like, you know, so who, whose body are you? And he uses the word riding. Whose body are you riding? You know, and Ruby's like, uh, you know, a secretary. And he's like, let her go. 
Mm-hmm. You want to prove yourself to me? Let, let that body go. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she does. She does. It's so clearly yeah, this is so, important to her. Yeah, yeah, she does. We see like a, a brunette chick who is the Ruby that we know now um, in a coma in a hospital. Yeah. They unplug her. You know, she's a non- <laughs> she's a Jane Doe. She's a um, Jane Doe. Yeah. And then when she flatlines, then she comes back to life again, asking for French fries. French fries. Yep. So now it's the Ruby we know, uh, and questions asked apparently by the doctors. Um, she uh, she shows up. She's been able to track Sam down in the meantime, uh, in this like abandoned house, which is a very Dean esque like ramshackle you know house <laughs> that that he's squatting in. Um, and she shows That's him cool like place. I would. I would, yeah. I would be there. <laughs> she shows him proof of like her her certificate of yeah. like comatose. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She even makes a comment like I'm recycling. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, socially conscious. Uh, <laughs> right, meat suit right. Or whatever. Al-, Al Gore would be so proud of me. Yeah, you know? which I thought See, was kind of. This cute. was the Ruby that. Okay, here's my thing about I I I like uh, Genevieve. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like I felt like this was a way different Ruby than the one that we had known from the season prior. Yeah. Who was just super uh, snarky, you know, and always had a comeback. Yeah. And very you know, take care of herself type of girl. Yeah. And... Jen's Ruby is not that way. This was mm-hmm. a little bit of that old Ruby, you know. Yeah. Just kind of snappy, sassy. Yep. But anyway. So, so blah, 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 Sam's blah. like, great. What do you take it? Yeah. Yeah. She's, and, and Sam's she like, so says, what, why are you I here? Can't, yeah. I can't yeah. save Dean. I still don't have that power, but I have something maybe you would want just as much. And that's to kill Lilith. Train. Yeah. We, and we need to train. Mm-hmm. We can't, you, you can't just run off and try to kill her. Yeah. Okay? But she you're, wants you're not. to do. He's, he's just yeah. like, done. Got it. Let's done. go. Yeah. And she's like, nope, I need you to sober up. I need you to slow down. I need you to have patience. It's, this is going to take some time. She says, let's get it right. You know, so if we're going to kill, kill Lilith, let's get it right. Cut to present day, present time. Dean is intently listening mm-hmm. to what Sam has to say. And clearly some time has passed. Um, you know, it's darker outside. Um, you know, the, the Dean has a drink and is, you know, and is listening. Uh, it looks like Sam has changed his clothes, you know, and has moved on from his, his surgery of his own yeah. arm. Um, and so, but Dean is letting him tell his story. He's listening. So cut back to the flashback. Sam is trying to pull a demon out of somebody. You know, he's got the Ruby and him have a guy tied to a chair inside a devil's trap. And, you know, Sam's doing the handout pull, trying to pull this, you know, demon out. And he can't do it. It's not going well. Yeah, It's not going well. well. He can't do it. And the demon's laughing at him. And Ruby's like, you know what? You know, stabs him with the the blade. And it's like, that's not funny, you know. (laughs) But Sam truly pissed that he can't, that he's not succeeding. He is not being, he's not learning fast enough. Yes, because this means that he won't be able to do this to Lilith, which is like, that's his only goal that he has in, in his sight. Yep. His head hurts. Yeah, he's taking aspirin. He's still drinking. Taking aspirin with alcohol. Um, Who has the saying? <laughs> no, I know. But it just, it just, the ramifications, it's just, it's just like, oh, that's so bad for you. Oh. Um, um, but, 
she tries to be sympathetic. You know, she gives him her sob story. It's like, oh, you know, I still have lingering was... human feelings sometimes. I know what it's like. She says. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, it's not pushes, hitting yeah. the way that she wants it to. You know, he's just like, stop it. I don't want to hear this. Like, I don't care if you've been yeah. human. Because, like, I'm in pain right now. Like, so yes, I, I just yes, can't my, do it. cannot save my brother and... I don't want to hear this from you. Yeah. You of all people don't get to get to do this. But she keeps at him. She keeps pushing at him. And she ends up kissing him. Yeah. You know? And he breaks away. And he's like, stop. This is wrong. It's absolutely wrong. And of course, I'm like, yes, it is. It's totally wrong. She's a demon. That's disgusting. You know? Um, but she keeps at him. She keeps at him and starts talking about, you know, her body. And, you know, oh, don't worry about she's it. She's persistent and yeah. convincing. Yeah, I mean, and she does end up seducing him, and he mm -hmm. breaks. He absolutely mm -hmm. falls for it. I mean, she's sexy. She's this gorgeous woman, mm -hmm. and she's starting to say the right things, which I think any man would fall for, um, especially someone who was so broken and so mind, desperate yeah. for connection. Mm -hmm. You know, she's saying the things that he needs to hear. You know, even though he doesn't want to, doesn't want to believe in it, and so they end up, you know clothes go flying and <laughs> pretty hot sex scene happens even though i'm just like oh it's hot but she's a demon don't do it i know here's the thing like anytime that sam has a, a sexy scene i'm like oh wow that's mm. that's pretty mm -hmm. hot like dean gets you know he's always getting the ladies like all the time but like whenever they throw sam a bone i'm like ooh, this is nice yeah. <laughs> it's also just because he's he's just so subtly sexy you know yeah because he's not out there on the prowl. He's but... a little bit of a, a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's not like he doesn't know what to do because we yeah. see it. He yeah. absolutely, I mean, he like almost throws her over his head in the, <laughs> when he goes to like lift her up. I mean, and she's also like this tall. I mean, Genevieve right. is like this teeny tiny little yeah. person. Yeah. Throw up and put her in the pocket. Cut two. <laughs> Dean, <laughs> which this yeah. was comic genius is that because it was like you know clothes are tearing off the fire is popping the music mm -hmm. is swelling the bodies are <gasps> cut to Dean yeah and he's like Sam <laughs> dude <laughs> too, too, dude too much information and my question is was <laughs> Sam describing the sex scene the way we were seeing it because if I so, assume so. Oh, God, you know, and poor Dean is like, you know, not, I need like brain bleach, you know, it's like, what do you call it? Like head stabbing imagery aside. But it's pretty hypocritical of Dean to be like, hey, too much information. It's yeah, especially given that Sam's walked in on him, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. in, and in, didn't in Dean hit on his mom in the past? <laughs> <laughs> they, both, they have both crossed some some lines here. So, uh, so what Anywho. Dean says, yeah, what Dean <laughs> says is like, yes, you're you're giving me the details, but what I'm learning from all of this, sex aside, is that you were manipulated. Um, she she screwed you to manipulate you and to play with your mind mm -hmm. to get you to try to kill. To go dark side, essentially. Mm -hmm. Try to get you. So that's keep keep explaining because I'm not hearing the good stuff here. Just oh, no nudity. Like keep tell me more. Just yeah. keep the nudity, you know, out, which is kind of a funny 
Um, I love that going dark side is the vernacular now. Total Star Wars <laughs> reference, but it is so commonplace that everybody knows what it means. Yeah, it you is. You know what I mean? I love that. It, yeah. it kind of gives even me. Even before I had even seen any of the Star Wars, I, I knew what you knew what it meant. meant. Yeah, I, I love that. I just just kind of um, kind of makes me happy. So they go back to the flashback, and it's a month later. They find out that Lilith is in town or nearby, mm -hmm. and he is like, "Great, we're going. I'm packing a bag. This is yeah. it." Yeah. She tries and to stop him. She's like, you're not like, strong you're not enough. Ready. You can't do this. This is a kamikaze attack because you don't want to keep going, you know, uh, keep living without your brother. Calls him out. Right. Like, totally reads him. Yep. Yep. Since uh, you do, you want to die. You want to yeah. go, you want to go get killed by Lilith. Yeah. It's like she's trying to stop him, even though he is the only one that can stop her. And she says that often, <laughs> but not right now because she can see his destructive nature and he's not ready right. yet. He's not in control. Yep. But he slams her up against the wall, takes the blade, and doesn't just hold it to her throat, like presses the blade mm -hmm. into her neck and is like, you going to stop me? Yeah. You know? And she doesn't. And he's like, that's what I thought. Yeah. And walks away. Um, like, he, he, it's like he dares her, you know? Yeah. Try to stop me. Try to stop me because no. you know what? I will kill you. Sex right. aside. Um, <laughs> so next scene we see uh, Sam is in a suburban area. Comes out, walks up to this cute little suburban house. He sees a little girl. He sees the back of a little girl sitting at a like a dining room table, and there's cupcakes on the table. So it's oh, very she's reminiscent. Surrounded by sweets. Yeah. Yes, it's very reminiscent of the last time we saw Lilith mm -hmm. when she killed poor Freckles. Um, and he lets himself in to the house without turning the knob, by the way. I thought this was really bad, a bad take. <laughs> we see a closed door. We hear a doorknob, you know, turn. But it's one of those, like, handles, you know, push down handles. The knob doesn't move and the door just opens. So I'm like, really? Really? You couldn't bother to, you know, turn the knob? Whatever. So Sam lets himself into the house. He's looking around. Doesn't see, like, opens the closet door, doesn't see anything, and is, like, kind of stealthily sneaking around the house looking for, you know, demons in wait, you know, and then sees Lilith, or he sees the little girl, little blonde girl sitting at the table, and as he's sneaking up behind her to kill her, she turns, and she is this little girl just crying, and she says, I just want to go home, so it's not Lilith, and at the same not time- Lilith. And, you know, he gets ambushed by two demons. It's a trap. Lilith isn't yep. there. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they attack Sam, knocking the blade out of his hand. Yes. <laughs> knocking the blade exactly. out of his hand. Um, and now, so Sam is fighting these two demons. Ruby now sneaks in because, of course, she follows Sam. Um, she picks up the blade. She stabs the first demon. The second demon is like, what the heck? And when he turns, mm -hmm. Dean is able to, uh, Sam is able to get free. Ruby yells, take the girl and go. Yeah. And he does. So Sam rescues the little girl and, and runs off, leaving Ruby to fight this remaining demon. Um, which she does. She gets a couple of good, you know, some good punches in. But here's my question. She gets some good punches in. Why does she suddenly stop and look afraid? And the pause that she took to stop and look afraid is enough for this guy, this demon, to get the upper hand and, like, punch her back and knock the blade out of her hand. 
Yeah, I didn't notice that, not to say it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. My question was when after this instant and he's like choking her and like holding her up to the up. the wall, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, does this actually physically hurt her? A you demon? Know, a demon, yeah. if they're just like in a meat suit, you know, they don't really need to breathe, you know, so he's not really choking her out. Is it only because it's a demon fighting another demon and they're like hurting each other in like their supernatural kind of way that this actually hurts? But yeah. Hmm. So two questions, one for me, one from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one is why did she stop long enough just to get punched in the face and drop the blade? So now the blade has been taken away twice in the same yeah. scene. Um, and then two, can demons like kill e- kill each other? Like do damage in human their, form? In human yeah. form? I'm gonna say yes because it looked like you know it did. But I was always I, I feel like whenever they fought demons before, they just kind of get knife, up. You know, yeah, it's just like oh whatever. We'll just keep yeah, because is... because Meg literally just you know, a vehicle to like, yeah. <laughs> Meg fell out of a four story window and still yeah, exactly. walked away. So, good question. But anyway, question. so he's like, you know, as he's choking her out and putting her up against the wall, he's like, you know, how dare you? You know, you're really going to pay for it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, look, cough, cough, cough. And then just starts like coughing himself out. <laughs> yeah. Because Sam has returned and, has and is now to... psychically pulling yeah. the demon out of his body. And out he goes. Uh, we look back at Sam and he's got his bloody nose again. Ruby's like, are you okay? And he's like, you know, he, Mm -hmm. he now has, even though he's bleeding, (laughs) he has a his complexion is different. You know, he's breathing hard, but he's not, he doesn't have that manic look in his face. It's Uh like he accomplished something. He's driven, he's focused. Um, he's not out of control anymore. Um, so back to present time, cut to present time back at the motel. Um, and he and Sam says directly to Dean. So the story is she saved me. You know, she got me. She got through to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one of the things is she said to me what you would have said to me. And that's what got through to me. Um, and in the middle of this, they're interrupted by a, a knock on the mm-hmm. door. Housekeeping. <laughs> like, what? They're like, not now. You know. And then, you know, not, like, knocks again. Like, I have clean towels. And this was so reminiscent of, of, did you see the movie Tommy Boy? Yes, a long time ago, but I have seen that movie. Oh. Uh, there's just a, a scene where Chris Farley is pretending to be a housekeeper at a hotel. And he's like, <laughs> housekeeping, I have pillows. <laughs> you know, want me to sit on your... Okay, anyway, so... um. It was just that it just reminded me of Tommy Boy. But yeah, so Dean's like, what the hell? What clean towels? So he's like, fine. He goes and opens the door and this housekeeper with a stack of towels like pushes her way into the room. Yeah, She like lets herself in, puts the towels down, closes the shades, you know, and just turns right to them. She's like, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. Go now. Don't take your car. Go out the back. Mm -hmm. And Dean's like, what? Who? (laughs) And Sam is like, Ruby? (laughs) <laughs> so Ruby has like hijacked this this hotel housekeeper and she's like yeah what you want to make something of it now you know I'm here to help you and save you you know my Ruby body my other body is like rotting on the floor with yeah. uh, 
uh, where I stashed Anna. Anna. <laughs> That's where you need to go. And I need to get back there. So, you know, chop, chop, let's go. And hustles them like out the back of the mm-hmm. uh, room. And she goes out the front door. <laughs> very funny scene and a very mm-hmm. great, great bit actress uh, yes. playing the housekeeper. Yeah. Um, loved that. And Dean yeah. just seemed a little bemused by the whole like, costume swap you know yeah yeah Yeah, like yeah we'll be on a day trip uh so the boys head out to a different shack and they meet up with anna who is happy to see them she's also recognized that ruby is a different kind of demon different kind of demon yeah uh dean attempts to apologize and or thank ruby for saving terribly terribly attempt i guess i don't know but well ruby didn't make it easy for him and nor should she no but and so we didn't really actually get around to saying i'm sorry or thank you for sam (laughs) he's like are we done are we done you recognize what i was trying to do okay moment's over moving on but anna still doesn't know that her folks are dead and she's asking about them and enter bedside sam who you know tries to explain to her tries to break it to her gently you know that her parents are dead and when she puts it together that, you know, demons killed her parents, she's like, she breaks down. Anna yeah. breaks down. She's like, why? Why is all of this happening to me? Why, why, why? And in the middle of this, um, the lights start to flicker and she kind of wakes up a little bit and is like, oh my God, they're coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, and everyone turns into like all hands on deck mode it's like they all kind of snap to everyone grabs for weapons it's like they're looking mm-hmm. around to see how they can secure the the place what do we need to do mm-hmm. um ruby is like where's the knife and once again dean <laughs> is like well <laughs> someone left Throw it behind Sam straight under the bus <laughs> yeah yeah and i say <laughs> like thanks a lot you know, yeah. in this moment of they're about to die or be overrun by demons and they're they, bickering they still can't help each other yeah, still Jesus can't Christ. yeah so what's happening now is the wind is blowing, the you know lights are flickering, and you know the walls are shaking. And now it's like this is very reminiscent of Castiel's entrance. Boom! The doors fly open, and in walks in Castiel and, and Uriel. Which I didn't understand why Dean didn't recognize that, but you know well, they've I mean, been. He's only seen it once. Thing. I don't know. That's true. And also, didn't that kind of happen with Alistair when he entered in the church? Wasn't it kind of like shaky and loud and? not as like there was no flickering of lights and there was no wind so maybe it's just castiel is windy maybe (laughs) um yeah castiel and uriel are there uriel and so there's a little bit of of relief in the tension they're like oh the angels are here you know Mm -hmm. are you here to help anna (laughs) and the answer is no (laughs) we're here to kill her kill her she to be has continued. To die. Yeah, yeah. He has to die. Exactly. To be continued. And that's the way this episode ended, which is why I just went boop and clicked on to the next episode and watched the whole next episode. Cause I was like, you sons of bitches. Yeah. I don't remember how this ends. <laughs> so um yeah. I I I loved this episode. I forgot to mention that uh while Anna was when she first found out about her parents, um, that there's a, a cut to Dean. And Dean actually looks very upset that she is upset, you know, that she is going through all of this. He just seems, yeah. he seems very moved by, by her, um, her situation, which yeah. is very 
Undine that we've seen. Um, so I just wanted to point that out that, you know, again, he still seems softer towards her than any other person, any other female and any other character that they, that they, that's been in distress on the show. So, and not like in the, what was it uh, dead in the water where he was like flirty McFlirty with the, with the mom, you know? Yeah. So he doesn't seem to be doing that here. He actually seems genuinely concerned for Anne, which is different than I've seen him before. I love this episode and I really like that they got back to the bones of the story of the, like yeah. the, the through line, you know, the theme. Yep. Yeah. And what yeah. do the angels? Yeah. What do the angels mean that they're there to kill? I mean, we're learning more and more that the angels really are just dicks. Assholes. <laughs> like all they want to do is kill. You know, we're going to smite this whole town just to, you know, right. potentially so they, get oh, rid of she one can witch. Tune into your radio so you're going to kill her so no one can ever hear her again. You don't have yeah. the power to just like it's, shut it off. You know? <laughs> right. Maybe stop talking so loud. You know, yeah, it's. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, why is the answer with these these angels is always his death? Yeah. It it's always kill, kill, kill. I forgot about that. I forgot about Castiel in in these episodes. Uriel is just Uriel, he's a dick through and through. You know, but but Castiel's already shown that he has he he you know, he always tells Dean that he's different, that he has his doubts, um, and that he questions. So we know that he's a little different, but he's still the one who says not that much. <laughs> yeah, he's still the one who says, Yeah, no, we gotta kill her. We got to kill her. And what we learn yeah. in the next episode is like, oh, <laughs> oh God. So, All hey. right. Speaking of like, next episode. Yes. That uh, would be heaven and hell. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't imagine how that title is going to play into that episode. I, me neither. It's only a two-parter. It's not a three-parter. So oh, there is cool. some sort of resolution. In this episode, in this episode. halfway through, we're doing good. All right, thank you so much for tuning in this week. To I know what you did last summer. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us uh, anywhere you can find podcasts. Please also rate us, review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it would be a help, probably. You know, <laughs> we're not drowned out by all the celebrities. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. We are at Salt and Burn This. In fact, we are at Salt and Burn This on every social media platform. So you can find us anywhere. That's all I got. You got anything? I got nothing. <laughs> Great. We are very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We will see you next time for Heaven and Hell. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.